0: hey everyone this is brother wayne clemens i just want to thank you for tuning in with us today and being part of the worship experience here at potter's hope before you sit down turn to somebody and say sooner or later." so it's 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 common for us to say sooner or later and we say well they'll come to it sooner or later we'll put it out there sooner or later But what I want to speak to is this is, Nancy, just as last week we were speaking of troubled times and over the past three years, definitely a time of chaos, confusion. And and just to bring that up to the point to just launch from that. And it seems as though the common theme right now is this is trust in me. Last week we had spoke to the effect of, of, of this is that it's one thing to believe in the Lord and believing in the Lord and believing for a place called heaven and seeing that our soul would miss hell. Listen, that's 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 really a no brainer. That should be such a simple gospel, but what we find is this, is that what we believed in has to become what we trust in. And today, I want to solidify this in this, is that the very one that you believed in for your salvation is the very one that you can trust in when you're going through it. So today, I want to launch from there and declare to you today is this, is that if I believe in him, then I must trust in him. I trust. In God. Jenny, I don't know. I don't know where you pulled, where you found those lyrics. I, I don't know, but I'm going to tell you this for a song, just as such a time as this, I don't know that there could be any one, any song that speaks greater to the depth of my soul than that one. Hmm. I like when the Lord does that. I like when he sends those songs just when we need them. So believing and trusting and what we're seeing is this is in the latter times that, that we see and what, what I thought would be latter now has come sooner that what we've seen is an accelerant if you will over the past three years even longer but within the past decade what we have seen is an accelerant if you will of things that we, the things that we said could never be as much as two decades ago now we are living in those times we're living in biblical times and what we hope would come later is now here. And just there's a whole plethora, if you will, of things that we once thought that could never be. Now is the definition, the definition, the definition, I'll get this. I'll get this out. The definition of marriage. The definition of what is male and what is female. Not as according to my word and not to be condemning in any way. But not just that, but also those that that say I'm this and they're that. And you're thinking that I'm talking about gender. No, I'm talking about people that say they're Christians. And I'll get to that. It's one thing to say you're a Christian, but it's another thing to be a Christian. It's another thing to say that I will pray. It's another thing to pray. It's another thing to say I will worship. Then it's another thing to worship. And any time that we quit looking, if you will, for the scraps of wood and the kindling of anything that we can find in worship, can we cut our wood at home? And when we get here, can we let God set everything on fire so that nothing is left? Only the ashes of what was yesterday and only the ashes of who we were. I'm thankful today that greater is he. I wish somebody would help me. Greater is he than he that's... Oh, come on, do it with me. Greater is he... And he says this, that in the latter times, the Spirit, capital S. What you're seeing today is a seduction, like maybe that the world has ever known. And I say that, I know that nothing's new under the sun. But the Spirit expressly speaks that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. I want to talk about that. Because where the enemy tries to hit me is this, is miss the word some and put all in there. The enemy wants you to think, the enemy wants me to think that we're the only ones left. Can I tell you, Elijah, it's time to come out of the cave? There's other people that want to worship. There's other people that still believe that God is still God. There's other people that still believe that Jezebel's going down. There's still there's still people that say God's raising up a Jehu. In that in latter time. Some, not all, shall depart from the faith. So, once again, without splitting theological lines, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, Some. Then my mind goes to few there be that find it. I don't know about you, but I found a pearl of great price. I don't know about you but I found something that has not just changed my life it's changed my outlook it's given me an inlook can I tell you that not only that through the blood of Jesus did I get heaven but I got Jesus and not only did I get Jesus I got the down payment of the Holy Ghost yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah Some shall depart from the faith And I think if I could, I want to extract just a couple of things here to do this. is that some shall depart, not all. But I will tell you what you're witnessing right now before your eyes is God's holy remnant. Sewn together by the scarlet thread of redemption that those that have known Christ, those that have believed Christ, those that trust in Christ, the same shall be saved. Getting ahead of myself, but I want to go ahead and declare this. That those that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Some shall depart from the faith. Now, in order, now here's the thing that we must look at. In order for somebody to depart from something, they should have known it. And what I want to do, once again, without, without splitting this, is not, not even the point of backsliding, not even being the point of a reprobate mind at this point. But what I want to say, is there's some that will depart from the faith. So what I must do then is look, did they know him or did they not know him? you see there's a lot of people that had faith in a preacher there's a lot of people that had faith in a church there's a lot of people that had faith in a denomination can I tell you it will get you what you believe in but when you believe in Jesus Christ and you believe in the death the burial and the resurrection of such can I tell you the very time that they say you're gone there's somebody waiting in heaven that said here he comes here he comes here he comes y'all don't get happy like I do and that's okay but see what I'm thinking is when you're saying when people are saying goodbye here somebody's saying welcome home there can I preach to somebody it's that kind of faith I heard it said one time, it says this, if you will, a ship in a harbor on this side and everybody's saying bon voyage and they're saying goodbye and on this side they're saying goodbye and yet on the other side they look over the horizon of life and they're looking out very far and they say, oh, here he comes. And you think, well, that's getting close to death. No, the very moment that you got saved and you were born again right then, friend, can I tell you, I I believe heaven starts looking... And the whole time you're rowing, not knowing fully, you know where you're going, but you just keep rowing. The whole time you're rowing and you think you got your back to him, he's coaching you and say, keep rowing. Keep going. There's a wave. Keep rowing. Keep. Some shall depart from the faith. Then, friend, I need to ask you, what did you have your faith in? It amazes me, Stephen. I was praying this this morning, talking to the Father. And I said, why is it that everybody wants to go to heaven but nobody wants to go to church? Uh-oh. <sighs> Can I preach to somebody? Yeah. They ain't here, so let's preach to them. <laughs> Those of you on vacation, receive it like we're receiving it now. <laughs> what I'm saying is this, it's no more say I can't wait to get to heaven and yet you hate people here? <laughs> Y'all know I'm going to preach this out. But the Spirit expressly says that there are some departing from the faith. So what is my faith in? I can assure you that if I get called home tomorrow, the body will roll on. The church will roll on. Jesus will roll on. There should be enough anointed, God-filled, Holy Ghost-filled people in this place to keep preaching and teaching and loving on people until Jesus comes back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some are departing from the faith. Not all, but some. And he begins to lay out the simplest of outline. Paul begins to lay this out with the simplest of thought to young Timothy. What's happening? They're being seduced. Wow. 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 It's really simple that when it says this, the seducing spirits, and we'll have to tie these together in the doctrines of devils. Because what's going on, the seduction to the flesh and the flesh saying, give me more of that. The flesh is the very mouth of all things, if you will, and the stomach that ties to it in the fact that the flesh wants to keep eating the things of the world. Let me help you. You see, we really don't like to confess sin. It's one thing to say, I have, an, I have a problem with alcohol. It's one thing to say that, and there's a certain amount of, uh, of things to say that, but even the arrival of that, or I have a problem lying. Oh, are, you, are you starting to me- I'm on a medal. So when you get to that point, it's one thing to say, well, I've got a problem with it. Can we call the problem sin so we can get healed? Yeah. Could we call the problem what it is? so we can get forgiven. But let me go a little bit deeper. So I've heard people say, well, well, I've got this problem. And they'll tell you the problem. But they really don't want the solution. Then why are you wasting my time? Turn to somebody and say, he ain't mad at you. I ain't. But I want to go somewhere with this. Is in the simplest of things here that when we see this, this is where we arrive. And then when the word says this, the seducing spirits of this doctrine of devils, the seduction, but the confession. It's one thing to say alcohol is a problem, it's one thing to say I lie a lot, I lie some. But you go to the deeper things. You don't see men and women proclaiming, I've got a problem with pornography. Oh wait a minute! You see, here's what I need to tell you: You can't be intimate in the bedroom of hell and not conceive the things of the devil. Let me say it again. Don't know that You cannot sleep with the devil and not conceive the things of the devil. Do you understand? This is the sum I'm talking about, departing from the faith. Just, um, I've got this too coming down the road. I was thinking about this. Lord, I want to give it a kill shot today. Would you let me? And you're like, what's a kill shot? Before y'all get crazy on me, please stay right here. Because what happens is a lot of times the word will come, and you'll dodge, and it'll just graze you. I want a kill shot today. Not just for you, but for me. Does that make sense, Leisha? Because what happens so many times is we'll let the word graze us and it's only skin deep and it's not soul deep. Come on, Jenny. But if we let it have a kill shot, then we'll be dead to self and alive unto him and then we'll understand the death, the burial, and the rest. Oh, come on. Quit letting this gospel graze us. Let it kill us so it can raise us. Oh, I got grace. Oh, look, I got grazed. You know what you're saying? Pastor stepped on my top. He got your toes, but he didn't get your soul. And you want to leave with a wound. And I'll tell you this. That's the reason there's so many wounded Christians. They grazed me. Oh, let that gospel, let that precious gospel... Declare that I'm a dead man, that I'm buried with Christ, but I've been raised on the third day just like he was raised on the third day. I know when people get it, I told you all this with it. Come on, that's right. That within the last week or two, I told you, you can always tell those people that really get Jesus is that they'll be raised on the third day. They'll say they get saved on a Sunday, but if you see them on a Wednesday, you know they got it. Some shall depart from the faith. What about you? For years, I put a lot of faith in me. What I could do, and as natural strength leaves, I rely more and more on spiritual strength. I wanted to say this that if you could throw hay to the fourth tier on the wagon, I'd throw it over the wagon. Those days are long gone. My mind says, I still can. My back says, are you stupid? But what I'm finding is this, is my flesh weakens, my spirit strengthens. Because what I can no longer do in myself, now I have to do in him. And so some depart from the faith in the right way. Now we must depart from the faith in ourselves and now come to him. Back in the day, you used to haul a lot of hay. I can tell you this. Turn to somebody and say, you want to load or stack? Got anybody in the house that's ever loaded and stacked any hay? Let me ask you this. Do you want to load or stack? You want to load. Don't play the game but you want to load. Because when you're stacking it, you handle every bale. We got a lot of loaders, freeloaders, unloaders. I need some stackers in the house. I need some people to say bring it on because I'm going to tell you this. The stacker is the most important. That when I took this. This is where my mind was this week. Just bear with me. Can I tell you, I never wanted to clown up our stack in the hay if I was loading it because if he couldn't stack it, I said get out of the way. Because if you can't stack right, it ain't going to ride right. Can I get a witness, Larry? Am I talking to anybody? You get somebody up there and they don't know how to stack it, Todd. It's a wreck before you even get to the barn and then you're like, ah. All kinds of loaders ain't no stackers. turn to somebody and say you need to start learning how to stack Amen. you need scripture, line upon line priest mm-hmm. stacking it there's a way to stack hey bale in the middle, two on each side, come the next row, it's all the way to the right, four to the left. you come to the next line, it's one on the left, four to the right. you come to the next tier, it's one in the middle four. On- I ain't saying a whole lot here, but I've stacked some hay. And what I'm telling you today is that we're finding, as simple as this sounds, we've got people that are living a loose gospel, and it's not stacked right. And those are the ones that are departing. And, TJ, you're looking at me like, I don't even have any clue what you're talking about right now. But you're with me. We've got people right now that the load is shifting and everything they're saying, what's going on? Because you didn't stack it right. You built your salvation on a preacher and you built your salvation on a praise team, and you built your in a Catholic way, a Baptist way, a Potter's Hope way, and there's no way because He is the only way. When you build on Him, oh, can I preach to somebody today? Can I preach to somebody back here? Back in here, can I talk to somebody today? I ain't going to listen to that if I can't sing in the praise team I'm quitting this church you might as well leave now oh, you got to have character to be in a choir some are departing from the faith God what do I do I got an epiphany this morning which is something in Holy Ghost Eric I got this it's simple it's simple so we started. Does anybody remember what the theme is really for this year? Do you remember? Somebody shout, Let my people go. Let my people go. Say it louder. Let my people go. Wow. And Holy Ghost flipped the script on me today, Bob. He said, Let your people go. said, how far? He said, don't ask me. I'll know when it's enough and they will too. The same way I did in you. But father, what if he said, he said, you let your people go. Because if you don't, they'll always be yours and not be mine. You hurt. There's a reason. It tears and it pulls at the very moral fiber, not moral. It tears at the very relational fiber, our leader, Bruce. That we have. It tears at that. It's a painful thing. Let them go. How do I do that? He said, didn't you see me? Didn't you see how I left the prodigal? Didn't you see? He said, don't focus on the beginning. Focus on the end. They'll come to themselves and they're going to come home. encouraged it's painful the spirit's speaking to your soul right now and I know it because we're of the same spirit Kenny have you ever said it hurt? and father says if you think it hurts you I've given them more than you've given them. You thought you gave them life. You think you birthed them. No, that was me, not you. You were just a... The first time they were born of you. The second time they're going to be born of me. Some will depart from the faith. This trusting time, the enemy's doing all that he can to get you to depart from the faith. He is my faith. He's not just anything to me. He's everything. Because see, some will trust in chariots. Some will trust in horses. Some will trust in the princes and the principalities of this world. But I trust in you. Turn to somebody and say, did you get that? You get that? Yes, Don't waste his time. His oil is rich today. It's the dew of heaven in this place. Some will depart from the faith. But not all. They'll give heed. Stephen. Whitney. When I call your name, you give heed. See, this is the way hell works. It's because what will happen is that flesh will call your sinful name, whatever it is, whether it's pornography, whether it's anger, whether it's hatred, it will call that. And it will begin to seduce you. And it will once again invite you into hell's bedroom, not understanding that you're pleasing the flesh, but you are starving the spirit. And by the way, the spirit is the very thing in you saying, don't do it. We'll get to the point of having your conscience seared with a hot iron. I think we'll get to that. But look here. Here, Here's the very progression that some will depart from the faith. How will they do that? By giving heed to seducing spirits. Well, that sounds good. It's happening in church. And here's the very thing that matters. What it is is that we no longer preach right, excuse me, many times there will be many pulpits that will not preach right and wrong. They will not preach black and white. And I don't mean that in color of skin. What I'm saying is that now, let's do this. Let's preach gray matter. And what we will do, that way, I'll give them just enough truth that the people that want truth, they'll come. But can I tell you something? Those that really want to live the way that they're living, I'll give them enough of a lie that they'll believe they can live the same way they've always lived and not changed. And what I'll do, then I've got a gray mess. Gray matter. The most important thing to the world and to culture today is not, and the most important thing to you, you need to hear me. It's not your 401K. It's not the amount the CD is gaining or where your Christmas account is. What culture knows is the most important thing that you have to offer is your mind. And if I can get your mind, I will get your mission. And if I can get your mission, I will destroy the world. So this greatest asset that you've been given is to have the mind of Christ. Wow. Is that true? Yes, it is. Why do we have commercials? Why? There's a reason why they put her on the commercial. She's scantily clad, ladies and gentlemen. He's scantily clad. He's in the, t- the tank top. I started to say T-top. He's in the tank top. All right, maybe he's sitting in his car. Leave me alone. And we'll show more flesh so we can gain more of their flesh. Just give me the Hamburger. just give me the nuggets? Hello? Don't you think hell knows what it's doing and the same thing is happening in the church? Some will depart from the faith because seducing spirits. Oh, come in. Yes, you can still. Can I tell you something? I still believe in holiness. I still believe in the power of Almighty God. Don't you, does anybody still believe? Pastor, preach that holiness comes before cleanliness and all that cleanliness. Preacher, can I just tell you something? Holiness is not, I say it a lot, holiness is not how high you wear your hair. It's not how low you wear your dress. I always stop right here and say, cover yourself. Holiness is not what's on you. Holiness is what's in you. Can I get a witness in the house? It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Wow. I know some of you here right now, leave me alone. I'm not going to. I'm not going to leave you alone because your soul matters to me. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't call you most. I don't think I called anybody and told you to be here today. That wasn't me that brought you here. That was God. And by the way, since he brought you here, why don't you listen to him? Y'all need to pray for me right now because you know how I get. Some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and the doctrines of devils. This is what you are seeing pumped out in high schools, middle schools, and should I say grade schools, and should I say even in a five or six-year-old's mind, how dare somebody try to tell my five, six, seven-year-old, eight-year-old grandchild that they can choose. Hallelujah. I'm getting uncomfortable right now, Pastor. Good. Good. Because I want you to become so uncomfortable that you will say, I am tired of sitting here and doing nothing. It's time. I wish I could get five people in the house to rise up and just praise God right now in the midst of every bit of it. And just declare that, listen, I'm not going to sit for it any longer. I'm going to stand and declare that God is alive. He's real and he's more than enough. doctrines of devil preached in the pulpits I will remind you again that that rainbow was something that God did you need to hear me God did, it to, God did it to declare that that was the end of the flood and he wouldn't do that again and it's strange today that through the very spirit of Ishtar these ancient spirits that are being released right now isn't it amazing how they'll take something that was God's and they'll turn it around can I tell you this is a seducing Can I tell you what you're witnessing right now and the the bombardment of this very thing that God had and the flood that you are seeing now infiltrate the streets and now hasn't crept into the churches, has been welcomed into the church. I'm going to tell you something. I don't believe in your rainbow creed. I don't believe in your foul creed. I don't believe in none of that foul mess. What I believe is in the holy infallible word of God. And I'm here today to preach to somebody. He that hath an ear. He that hath an ear. We've got a mission. I'm going to give you something early. I'm going to preach it again later. I'm praying this week and God said protect the unborn. I said, well, I know, Lord. I don't understand that. He said, no. Not just the ones in the womb, the ones in the world. Uh-oh. This is deeper. This is deeper. I don't know how Holy Ghost talks to you, but I know when he said it to me, He said, protect the unborn. I said, what? He said, those that are living in sin and don't know the Savior. They're unborn. They're not born again. He said, protect them. So if you're here today, I want to tell you this, that the very ones that are out here in the world, and they've listened, and they've been part of the cultural sludge and the mess that's being preached and waded in today. Have I got anybody in the house that says, let me just reach one? I want to preach more of that later because I want to remind you you that in John chapter 3 as Jesus is speaking to Nick at night when he's doing that that very thing that when he's doing that he told him this you didn't need to go to the temple again you didn't need to study the law again he said you must be you must be protect the unborn he's speaking to those that are in a religious mess protect the unborn those that don't know Christ yet people that's huge to me I'd never heard that today if you're here and you've not been born again friend I need to tell you that today needs to be your day made unto salvation and I know what hell's doing right now you want out of here but there'll be one day that you want to stay here and the death angel will come and there'll only be one emancipator that will deliver you from the chains of death It's not the Pope. It's not your pastor. It's not Furtick. It's not Hagee. His name is Jesus. That name that's still above every other name. I ain't going to get through this. Amy, give me five minutes. I said it at the bridge. Y'all know that don't work, but give me five. The doctrines of devils. Until you know the truth, you'll believe any doctrine that comes and goes. A doctrine is that in which is based upon a set of things. It becomes doctrinal. The same way that many people will acquire a Baptist doctrine, a Methodist doctrine, a Catholic doctrine, a Potter's hope doctrine. Be very careful. Be more than very careful. It's not the fact that doctrine is bad. It's man's doctrine. It's the saving of one's soul. It can be as simple as this. Well, I don't believe they got it if they didn't beat the altar for 35 or 40 minutes. Friend, I need to tell you, that's fine with me as long as they get it. I need to tell you that. It's fine with me if they come up because I believe this happens. I believe that the Holy Ghost saves a lot of people in their seat. They're just coming up here to confirm something. I need to get done. You see the progression, speaking lies. See departing, seducing, the doctrines of devil. We see all this now. Now, because of the seduction, now we're starting to speak lies and hypocrisy. Oh, I'm a Christian. And that you believe that? Friend, what I tell you something, I I want to tell you something. Wherever this, wherever this message, whoever it gets to today, can I tell you something? Don't include me. As your brother or sister in your conversation, if you're still living like hell. Don't include me. Speaking lies and apocalypse, I love everybody and you hate. I'm gonna preach. Because speaking lies and hypocrisy, that word hypocrite, is the very word that we can look back at Shakespeare during that time. And when they would put the mask on, they would put the different things on. And they would put that mask on. It means to mask, to hide. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, hiding behind something else. Well, listen, we're progressive people. Progressive used to mean something better. Now, progressive means something far different. Speaking the lies and hypocrisy. I'm in church on Sunday. <laughs> oh. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I cannot stand that. Well, you know what people say. You know what people say. You know what they say. I can love them with the love of the Lord. We've got to get to the point that I want to tell you something. we sing Jesus, lover of our soul, it's time that we understand and are able in the spirit to discern the two, to hate the sin and love the soul. Because God is a lover of soul. He does not want that soul to spend. I'm going to tell you something. I am not beyond what I'm preaching to you. And I'm going to tell you this, that I'm going to tell you right now, you as a Christian better be on guard because the enemy is slick. And he'll hide behind things if he can. Words like righteous, righteous indignation. Speaking lies in hypocrisy, hiding behind something else same time being truthful I love you but I don't like this and just so you know I love you but I, I don't like nothing about this why you? Ha- no I don't hate you I don't see Daniel when we get to that point to say there's a soul Somewhere in there. Jesus, how did you reach that soul? I'm tired of casting my pearls before the swine. I'm tired of trying. I'm hurt. I'm afraid to love like that. Well, perfect love will cast it out. But I will tell you this, there's discernment. And I need for you to understand that just as much as God loves them, He loves you. It's deeper. Wow. Wow. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Speaking lies and hypocrisy. Notice the progression. I'm almost done, I think. Have I been five minutes? Todd, in case you're wanting Amy, give me five more minutes. <laughs> Here's why I'm concerned. If they're departing from the faith, what kind of faith is it? Could you ponder this when you get home? Where does your faith lie? Speaking of these lies in hypocrisy, I need to tell you, Christian, that you have the words of both death and life. But your mouth, you've got to understand, bitter and sweet, according to Scripture, cannot come forth. I love everybody. I hate them. Can I tell you something? You just lied. Not just to yourself, but to God. It's one thing for you to lie to me, but I don't know if y'all know it or not, but you know liars go to hell. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I don't think you were clapping because you were thankful all liars are going. I don't think it's that. What I think is this: is it's truth. <laughs> preachers preaching one time, I heard this years ago. Preachers preaching this years ago, and a preacher's just in it, and he was he was cursing the devil and, and putting him on, said, You know, he's doing this and calling the old slew foot and everything, his sister on the front row, they've been there in the front row for a long time. said, Praise his holy name. He said, No. <laughs> it's not what I'm talking about. This. This is where I'm concerned. Having the conscience. Can I define to you what conscience is? I'll give you the Greek. The Greek is the word It means the consciousness or the awareness of anything. According to this definition, the soul is distinguishing between what is morally good and bad, prompting to do the former and shun the latter. Meaning prompted, Jake, to do what is good and to shun what is wrong. The lines today, church, have become so blurred Because just not of the preaching in the pulpit, but the practicing of the people. Commending one and condemning the other. Commending the good and condemning the other. Not only do I have a moral obligation, but I have a spiritual obligation. To say what is right and to condemn what is wrong. This is conscience. This is conscience. Praise God. I love it when babies cry. Can I just stop right here? Keep crying, baby. That's music to my ears. It tells me there's a mama, there's a daddy bringing their baby to church. Can I preach to somebody? I said, can I preach to somebody? All oh, me and Amy remember all too well. I'm preaching and man, she's, you know, our little, our little ones become big ones. And they threw fits just like yours threw fits. We brought the matchbox cars. We brought the coloring books. We brought the Cheerios, the Fruit Loops. We brought it all. And still in the midst of a whole bunch of stuff that they could do and things they would still throw fits. Oh, you ain't seen Amy, mad. <laughs> I'll never forget. I said, Evely. he's out there past And I said, I'm preaching, and I thought she's about to have enough. She took them. She (laughs) took them out of hand. (laughs) I won't say which one it was, but his initials are braiding. Anyway. (laughs) That was here? Okay. Anyway, wherever. But I remember the time at Evely, whichever one it was, and her going, no, mama, no, mama, no, mama. And then they let the butt whooping out of the bag. Don't whoop. They knew they'd done wrong. You raise your child. A conscience can be something innate that's within you. And I understand that within the human being. I understand there's a certain amount of consciousness. But what has happened here, praise team, would you come? I don't think we've ever done this before, but can you all thank God for them right now as they come and take their positions? I said, can we thank God for them? Can we do that? Can we thank God for them? They're so faithful. You take them for granted. I've taken them for granted. They're appointed warriors under God. Thank you. So there were consciences is where we're at. And, and this is the blurring of the lines. This is, And, and, and this is, I, I know that this is more of a, of a stew, if you will, of everything put together, not so much pointed, but, but to bring this to this place is because the progression of the very things I've said and now coming to the place because of the speaking of the lies, because of all these, the seduction, the deceiving of all of that. Now people's conscience are being seared as if with a hot iron. I don't feel like that's wrong. I think people should get to love who they want to love. Get a dog. You dog lovers right now are eyeing me. I see that stink eye. I didn't mean it wrong. Would you please stay with me? With all the love that's in me, there's a right and there's a wrong. There's a truth and there's a lie. I said, Pastor, you sound like you're condemning people. No, I'm not. But the same way that when I sin, I know I sin. And the reason for that is not just because of a bearing of how I was raised, because I wasn't raised to think the way I think. I wasn't raised that way. But I was born again and bought by the blood of Jesus to start thinking that way and to start believing that way. So, Lord, give me the words. I know you all are thinking because you see me when I'm out. Of, I heard this before, and I've said it lately. But when I'm conversing with somebody that's wherever that they may be, Jenny, just softly for me if you could, when you can. I'll be much like this. And I'll say things such as this. I'll say, do you think that's what God has planned for your life? And in the deeper part of the conversations, what I'll hear is this well, I believe God loves me. I said, oh, hallelujah. Let's start right there. And that's when my whole heart begins to just melt, Angie. It's when it just... I said, oh, can we stay here for a minute? Because not only does He love you, but He loves you so much. I act like I know what I'm talking about, don't I, Chloe? Because, see, I remember the day that I didn't want to come back. I didn't think I was worthy to come back. But he said, I love you. And when I couldn't run back, I couldn't walk back, I crawled back. I crawled back. I crawled back. So see, the thing is, is this: you need to understand that this this gospel is in and of its own Julie the thing is it is it's an exclusive gospel but I will tell you sin is universal you think that you're inclusive and you know this are, excuse me you think that, that, that your sin is just one that oh, God can never forgive me friend I'm just telling you you're setting yourself up with an idolatrous spirit because what you're saying my sin is too great that he wasn't enough oh I understand how he can forgive you but he can never forgive me that's a lie finish so this progression is where we're at and what is happening it's happening in the church the conscience is being sheared with a hot iron I don't feel that way the question is this could you say I don't faith that way I didn't even get through the point one. Today is a day for liars to get free. Today is the day for the wounded to be healed. Today is a day I come with all the hope that is just not within me. But I come today as an ambassador in the kingdom to tell you that all the hope of heaven is in this place today yeah. to deliver you from the path of righteousness. Or excuse me, from, to deliver you into the path of righteousness and from the very world, if you will, or the pig pen of unrighteousness. Yeah. Why does it matter? Somehow, do you think, do I think that I'll get to heaven? And that I'll be able to say before him, I'm here. Do you think I'm going to be able to hide the lie behind my back? Do you think I'll be able to hide the unforgiveness behind my back? Do you think I'll be able to hide the hatred somewhere in a pocket when I'm naked and open unto him? I don't think that we take the seriousness of the matter that if he were to say, depart from me, I never knew you. I knew church, I knew Brother Wayne, I knew Stephen. I knew Whitney. I knew Amy. So, you never knew me. Because if you had known me, you would have let my nurture Overtaken your sinful nature. You would have become more like me. I can't come up there, I got too much. He's more than enough. you keep doing what you're doing it'll get easier but you'll get farther you'll get lost well I've got this thing going on she don't know about it he don't know about it God knows about it God knows about it Father I love you Holy Spirit, I hear you today. Just just let them come if they want to come. Today as you're praying and you're in that time with me, I want to repeat. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I want to repeat the scripture. Spirit speaks expressly. Keep praying, please, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and the doctrines of devil. Devils speaking lies and hypocrisy having their conscience seared with a hot iron let me tell you what's going on right now you're praying (laughs) you need to depart from your faith and come to his that seducing spirit is in here it's seducing you to stay right where you're at you'll change next week nobody else knows about it they don't know that you hate they don't know that you haven't forgiven (laughs) they don't know the sin you've committed While all of that may be true, God wants you to be free. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, simply coming to this place as you're praying. Not, am I just who I say that I am, but am I who He wants me to be? Have I gotten to the place now to where it doesn't matter? Hear me, because that conscience being seared with a hot iron is the preface to being turned over to a reprobate mind. I'm not here to survey your soul. That's between you and the Holy Ghost right now. I'm not here to deliver you to heaven or to hell. I'm not your judge. However, the Holy Ghost within you right now is judging the sin within you. Nobody's looking around. How many of you want to be free today? Please raise your hand. I want to be free. Raise your hand. Christians alike. Raise your hand. I want to be free. I want to be free. Should be hands going up everywhere. I want to be free. Well, the Son makes you that. Today, simply those that say I'll stand. Today, I'll begin by kneeling for what I stand for and who I stand for. If you're here today and you're lost, and you need to hear me. What's that look like? What's it sound like? What is it like? It's not knowing Him served church for years but you've not served Jesus it's coming to him there's a young soul right now in this place there's a young soul in this place right now that hmm, tug Holy Ghost knock on that door keep knocking on that door even the words they think they think I. You need to be. God's moving right now. It's in your name, Jesus. Amen. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to thank you once again for being with us here in our worship service today and taking the time out, which I know is so valuable to you. God bless you and be encouraged. Thank you.